Jeff Gelman Seminars. If you go to www.jeffgelmanseminars.com, we've got three great seminars coming up in Nashville, Tennessee, Chicago, and Mantua, New Jersey, which is right outside of Philadelphia. It's right across the river there, very close to Philadelphia, and that'll hit all of our, um, the Philly, the New Jersey, the New York, the Connecticut folks that can easily travel down there, and it's well worth it. Our problem-solving seminars, we will stop your dog's unwanted behavior efficiently and effectively, and then coach you on how to do it as well. We work hands-on with your dog. No dog is ever turned away. We can handle the worst of the worst dogs. So my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the wonderful, lovely Joelle. Hey. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show, and this has been going on for about 16 years. And um, it's a Q&A show. And it's designed, since the very conception of it, to help people with stopping their dog's unwanted behaviors. That's the show. That's the show. So that's what we talk about. So if you don't know much about me or much about us, welcome. Welcome to the show. We've been around for a long time, training tens of thousands of dogs you know, in person. We do a lot of board and trains. That's our specialty. And then our true specialty is stopping unwanted behaviors. Don't let anybody kid you. You have to learn how to apply a punisher. This is this is just factual information here. It's not hearsay. It's not bullshit science. It's actually facts. You do a, a, apply a punisher, which is the most effective way to stop an unwanted behavior. Because you need to instill that inhibitor to stop the behavior. You're going to hear every lie under the sun on why you shouldn't do that for some weird reason. All those whys have never come to fruition. And I'd like to. Uh, talk to the people that are in the trenches doing the work, analyzing the work um, to see if it's going to work or not. So we give you a lot of good answers on that. We also have online courses. Go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. In fact, we've got a uh, separation anxiety course that's uh, being launched right now. So if you have a dog that struggles with separation anxiety, and if you're sitting there saying, well, my dog does fine until I leave, do I need the course? I'm like, that's what separations idea is. Just a little bit of an FYI there. Um, a lot of new folks that are on our uh, social media platforms on Instagram and on Facebook and YouTube and on Rumble. Welcome. And we're streaming live on all those uh, channels. Don't forget, we also have something called the community. And all these links can be found at Solid Canine Academy. And the community is a game changer for your life, for your relationship with your dog, for your relationship with your business, if you're in the pet industry, and you will you will excel in 2024 as a member of the community. All righty, what do we got? Um, let's see. Snuggle Buns says, hey, everyone. Hey, hey. Snuggle Buns, how are you? Sid says, evening, everyone. Hey, oh, Sid. hey, Sid. Sid, did you ever get your stuff figured out? Were you able to get into the community? Because I know she was having some issues. Mm. Let me know. Mm. Cheryl said, hey, Snuggle Buns, Jeff, Joel, Avi, and Joyful, and they on and everyone else. Got our regulars tonight. That's good. Christy said, update on Luke, not doing well, really bad diarrhea and puking, but has started eating rice and water. Hopefully this passes quickly. That Purina one lamb messed him up real bad. Yeah, so just, you know, show me a decent Purina food. It doesn't exist. Purina, good food from Purina does not exist. I don't care what their 
packaging looks like, other than they've got a decent unethical marketing department. But it's not, there's very rarely is there um, good kibble. Just by nature, just by the way it's made, it actually can't be good because of the regulations on preservatives, it's shelf life, that the manufacturer's gonna wanna keep that food, you know, in the bag before pre-sold for like 18 months minimum. Yikes. It's a long time. Right. I mean, it's like, imagine that. So we're a huge advocates of raw. But you can also give your dog some colloidal silver too. That'll help with the um with the diarrhea. But raws, it's funny because we've been feeding raw before packaged raw came out. And now there's tons of packaged raw. So um but we like, I mean then there's different qualities of packaged raw, so be careful. Also, some people go, oh, I cook my dog's food. I'm like, stop cooking your dog's food. You're taking all the important nutrients out of it. Next. Um, the unknown one says, I have a client who has a dog that is aggressive toward people and attacks them. Is it best to start with E or prong than E? It's best to understand how to rehabilitate a dog aggressive. I mean, a, a, an aggressive dog that's aggr- aggressive towards humans. That's the most important thing. So I'm not saying this to belittle you, shame you, you know, call you out. I'm saying if you, and then I'll also hold you accountable. If you're, if you're working with a dog that attacks humans and you don't know exactly how to stop it, step one, step two, step three, I would tell you not to work with that dog for your own safety, for your own safety, because the tool is not going to be as important as the knowledge. No tool trains dogs. Knowledge trains dogs. So if you don't have the knowledge to stop dog aggression, which is a skill set that is done by limited amount of dog trainers, and I understand why probably people want to help because they know the dog is going to end up being killed if they don't help them. I understand that fully. But you could be highly injured and your career ruined if you don't know what to do. Also, if you don't serve the client well enough, they might put down the dog when somebody who's more experienced could. So we're not talking about just basic obedience now. We're talking about a life and death situation. So it's best to do, and if you need help and guidance, you can do a one-on-one with me. I will, I'll walk you through it. But I will also tell you, point blank, you should not be working with that dog. Why? Because I care about you. I don't want you to get hurt. Well, if I don't work with the dog, they're going to put the dog down. Okay. But if you do work with a dog, the dog is a 50-50 chance the dog still might be put down. And it's a high percentage of a chance that you might be injured to the point where, like, hand bites, you get your hand bit powerful enoughly, your career is over. Your career is over. It'll never be the same. So, you know, I don't want to see that happen. But I can walk you through it. I don't know your your skill level though, which is very very important. It's in a separate category. Aggression rehab is in a separate category, and it has a high 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 risk of failure as well as harming to yourself. Next, 
Avi says, hi all. Hey, Avi. Hey, Avi. How are you? Jojo GSD says, good evening, everyone. Hope you're well. I've been having tech issues with Heartbeat app for the community, but their tech team is trying to help me sort it out. Hope to be back in ASAP. Okay, good. It could be your computer because people are on it every day. You know, I mean, whatever we hear about that, someone's like, I tried to order a course and it's showing me all these errors. And meanwhile, five people bought it before you, five people bought it after you in the same night. So it's like, that doesn't mean, you know, you might there might be a problem on our end, but chances are it's usually people's systems. It's usually people's systems. Next. Um, Glenn said, I already read that. Let's see. Christy said Loki has not been affected by the dog food. Well, that's good. That's good. But but not affected by not having the shits. Right. But your dog's your dog's eating crap food though. And I'm not here to convince people to eat raw. You know, I'm not some vegan activist here. Mm -hmm. Raw is not vegan, by the way. But what I'm saying is, is being someone that's very conscious of their inputting of food and their fitness and their overall health, I wouldn't put the quality of food in my system. And I'm not comparing humans to dogs here, but it's the bottom rung of dry is Purina. Next. Constance said, good evening, everybody. Hey, Constance. Hey, good evening. Sid said, no, because no email yet on my new phone. So I have to go back to Verizon for help. Hopefully Friday. Okay. Mm. Interesting. It's frustrating. That really is technology, I tell you. Christy said, slowly transitioning to more raw diet. Lessons have been learned. So you can actually go overnight into the raw. See, this is the problem with if you combine raw and kibble, it defeats the purpose. Yeah. It, it defeats just it, it. Just to switch them. Switch them. Mm -hmm. Some people will say, oh, take it slow and steady. Every dog we've ever put on raw, we just switched. Mm -hmm. By the way, it's Thursday. You're starting eating raw today. Just switch them over. Next. Um, Dakota's World says, what brand raw do you recommend? Well, we do. We make our own. We make our own. DIY. So we do. We buy beef. So our proteins are um, beef, not our pronouns. Okay. Our proteins. Our proteins are beef and um, pork. Um, every once in a while, um, we'll do some duck or we'll do some deep deer, but not as much. In New England, we did because we had access to deer meat. Um, and then we do, then you do 10% organ meat. And most of the organ that we've been doing lately have been kidney and liver. And then, um, then you do bone, 10% bone. And we use duck necks for that. Um, duck necks are a really good size for a lot of dogs. You can also do a turkey neck, but duck necks are good. Duck necks are good. If you had a tiny, tiny dog, you can get damn pigeon necks if you wanted to, I imagine. Um, so uh, we make our own and then we just weigh it out. But it's all organized and structured. So I'm in charge of morning feeding. I do that and I do about 12 different supplements too, just to make sure they're getting all their nutrients, all their nutrients, as well as some from preventive care stuff um, as well. Um, and, but there are a lot of now prepared raw on the market. You're going to have to do your label reading and investigating, um, like you would anything else. So don't be misled by, if it says raw, it's sort of like organic. It's like farmer Joe, you have a farm next to farmer John and farmer John. It's not organic. It's not organic. And the wind sort of blows and yourself's probably not organic. Next. 
Um, let's see. Van S canine. Um, hey guys, we trained a great young GSD, very nice dog. After training, got hit by a car. Yikes. Oh, Altered his psyche. How do you deal with singular learning events? Oh, oh man. Well, the, you know, the thing is, Eric, um, is it the dog that you just featured too? I don't know. Yeah, you just featured a young dog. Oh, that was a, uh, I think it was single purpose. Might might have done tracking too. Anyway, so what I would do is first of all, what do we got? So what do we what do we got? What are the issues besides hopefully structural issues that are not not at that existence? But what are we, what are we dealing with now? Are we dealing with car, you know, reactivity? Are we dealing with nervousness and fear outside? Um, you know, what what are we dealing with? So then what I would do is I would just then reverse engineer it, Eric. And you know how to the thing is great thing about you, Eric, is you know how to stop. You know how to stop all these unwanted behaviors and you know how to train your wanted behaviors. So what I would do is I would just look at it, you know, yes, it could be big picture, but also I just break it down. It's like, ooh, he seems nervous around cars. Great, wonderful. Let's do a bunch of car stuff and we're gonna leverage our obedience to make sure that the dog like doesn't break command, you know, put him in a down by cars if he's constantly nervous and breaking command, you know what to do. You would correct for breaking a, a command um, that he already knows. And then the dog's gonna get desensitized to that. If the dog is concerned about things coming up from behind, if the dog is um, just blatantly afraid of just road traffic now. Um, so what I would do is I would just be like, what I'm more interested in um, the, like, what are the after effects as far as the behavior? Both, yeah, like what's it displaying? What's it displaying? What's it displaying? Yeah. Nice. Let's see. Brain nine dog trainings. And thank you for having the confidence to stand up to the haters. Oh, doing that forever. Oh, gotcha. I've been doing that for 20 years. I, I, I've been getting, I, I've been getting hate for, I've been getting hate for a very long period of time. If I, I've been getting hate back when email really wasn't around. That was, it was handwritten letters. Handwritten email. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so it's just like, I, I will always, we, you know, I will always stand up to, cause I just don't like bullies. I don't like, see, I don't like, like. I don't like bullies and I don't like people just using their story with their dog and then trying to like multiply it times 10 million. It's like you've worked with just a couple of dogs or you get people that will talk about like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that with aggression. It'll make it worse. I'm like, do you work with aggression? No. I'm like, well, then how do you know? I heard it. How do, you, how do you know? So I don't like, I don't like any of that stuff. So I'll, so I'll, it comes across as being everyone always like whenever you give an answer a response like an educated response people are always like you don't have to get so defensive i'm like do you mean answering your question or rebut rebutting your your false comment is that me getting upset you're the one that came on my page it's like their go-to oh you don't have to get so defensive yeah that's you know like, so we can't have a stance at all right. it's like gaslighting one-on-one yeah people. It's, it's so it's typical it's yep. so typical and it's just like you're the one that came on my page. Like, you're the one that came on my page. You just... Right, you opened the door. For you opened the door. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to sit... So you expect me to just be like, not respond. It doesn't work that way. This is my page. It's my house. It's my house. Next. Sam, hey guys, I had the groomer shave Sasha. Joke's on me because now I don't know if she's shaking because she's cold or anxious. Yeah, or just shaking. Yeah. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Well, I'll put it this way. Is it cold there? 
Let's see. Um, Eric said, not a police dog. Was a very nice dog, but now it's quite aggressive. Now it has bites, including the owner. Wow. Okay. I'm wondering if the dog's so Eric, I'm wondering if the dog's still in pain. I'm wondering if the dog is still in highly, pain. Highly, highly reactive, but will bite. Response to corrections, however, has zero short-term memory, so to speak. Every rep is Groundhog Day. I can call with more details tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, for maybe the dog struggled with some brain issues too from the from right. being hit by the car. Maybe how, some, and how old is it now? Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's right at the pivotal 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 nine to twelve month old time. I just see the dog. It, it could be just coincidence. Mm. It could be coincidence too. But if it was a sound dog before and it doesn't remember stuff, like that's interesting. Yeah. If it's a sound dog before, because we do get dogs that are like groundhog day, but that's how they came in. Sounds like this dog though that that's now the shrap the shrapnel effect of it. So that's that could be something bigger than beha behavioral. Next. Um, let's see, Glenn said for now we're just starting with raw toppers. Okay. Yeah. I would I would just, you know, just just, just look into it. That's all. Yeah. Next. Uh what's the serving size for a 75 pound dog on raw? Depends. Wes yeah. is 75 pounds, but he eats a shit ton of food. So it's usually the the, the you go you, depends we, on their activity uh, level. Approximately two to three percent of their body weight. Yeah. So in ounces. So but this is the so this is the thing. So if it was so what you're gonna be looking at is uh, their age. Their activity level, um, and then you just do it by sight. Also, does your dog need to lose weight now? Mm. Does your dog need to gain right. weight you now? Need to base it off their ideal weight, right? And what I do is I just look. Like every once in a while, Joel will say, "Wes is looking a little bit thin." Usually in the summertime because we run them so hard and they swim. They swim more. They do a lot of swimming this time of year. They play chuck it. They'll still go swimming, but not like the summer. They're constantly in the pool in the summer. Um, and they probably burn more calories in the summer. Um, and we also like them a tiny bit heavier in the in the fall. Well, we're talking like two or three pounds more. But I go more by sight. It's like, oh, you're looking big. Oh, you're looking skinny. Mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's adjust the let's just, just the ounces. But they say the formula is about two to three percent of their body weight in, in ounces, then. Yep. Let's see. Trying to make sure I'm not like missing anything on here. Getting a lot of raw diet questions there. Yeah, guys, we'll 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 get Thomas on and again to do it. But also, this is how your questions are answered. Don't ask me. I'm a dog trainer. I'm not even, I'm not even, um, I'm not, no, I'm not an expert and I'm not even very good at giving out raw advice. We have an ebook. It's only $19. It will answer questions 1,000 times better than me. He also does consulting. He also can do, you know, menu planning for you. If you just go to solid canine training, solidcaninetraining.com and go to the shop. And it's an ebook, and just get it. It's, it's, it's it'll it'll the nineteen dollars you spend on that will save you. First of all, feeding raw will save you in vet bills. That's for sure. Next, Jessica says separation anxiety behaviors are gone with the protocol like yours. If I leave more than usual, she's good, but she will start licking her upper leg raw. This comes and goes. We'll go months without it, and then it will return. Yeah, but it's so selective. Like you can you can. She okay. said the licking isn't necessarily in her kennel. It's random or even when I return. Yeah, it could be It could be an OCD, nervous nervous behavior. Yeah. I'm just glad that separation anxiety is gone. Obviously, I don't want dogs to have hot spots. I don't want to have dogs to have, you know, um, um, you know, licking themselves raw. You know, quick derm is good for stuff like that. You know, you, you know, obviously, you can muzzle the dog. But if it happens once every couple of months, I'd hate to muzzle the dog every single day for something that doesn't happen. You sort of have to catch the dog in the act. 
but so many dogs though when you're when you're just right in front of you they'll lick oh, you'll yeah. correct them and it doesn't usually stop them because it's self you know it's pretty self-satisfying it's it's highly genetic it's kind of like almost like ocd behavior yeah. more all, than anxiety and it's also like a big dog behavior like people are like let dogs be dogs and i'm like i'm not a big fan of that concept because that means like we're gonna allow them to guard things pull um, um go where they want but it's like it's i think it's a dog's natural behavior is to lick mm. so now you're trying to stop that and so that's why a lot of these other natural behaviors that dogs do without our guidance we also don't want to stop because we want their family pets so they have to be they have to be trained on what to do what not to do but the licking part though especially when it's unsupervised that can be that can be a challenging one next um van Eskin, i said probably brain and massive amounts of sedation in trazodone he's one. Oh, Damn. so the dog's on Still on meds? Sounds like it. So the dog is still on meds, Eric. It's possible. Sometimes the trazodone makes them crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We always get them off meds usually. Yeah. So, so that, you know, weaning, I don't know what, the, I don't know how long ago the accident was, but if, if, the, if, if they've got a weaning schedule, um, just look it up on, you know, the vet might say, you know, keep them on, you know, um, meds. But I mean, if a dog needs it for comfort, that's one thing. But um, physical, physical comfort, mental comfort, I'd rather, do behavior mod, but if there's a brain injury, something something's bigger than that. Next. Dakota's World said, fed my previous dog raw, did great until albumin levels dropped, had to switch to dental cooked. Now I have a successor service dog, hence the question, had Giardia initially was tough with GI stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's that's where that's where Tom comes in. Tom can help you with any sort of deficiency stuff. Um, and it also might have been just something you were missing. You know, Mother Nature is going to supply almost everything, everything they need for your dog. You got a supplement though, for sure. But, but, but like nowadays, but there's supplements though, yeah, because our food sources now have been destroyed. Um, and first of all, when you cook it, it destroys a lot of it. When you eat it raw, it's still not the same. So a lot of our food sources is, have had nutrients, you know, you know, come right out of it. Next. Kim said, anyone near you in Sarasota? There's a store called Marlins. Oh, yeah, we checked that place out. Yeah. Um, they sell top quality dog rods, really good quality and price. Yeah. Yep. Um, Chris said, hope you're doing well. Hey, Chris. Let's see. Hello, Chris. Paulette says, hi, guys. Loving the community and the courses that came with it. Oh, good. Sorry, I'm glad good. you joined. Yeah. Community That's the is, annual membership. So the yeah. community, an annual membership in the community, it's a little bit more than a dollar a day. You pay by the year, though. Once a year, you pay. You get about three thousand dollars in courses. You get two twice a month coaching calls, which are live on Zoom, face to face with Joel and I. Different format than this. We can actually answer your questions more fully. We can talk to you. We can hear you. It's way more intimate. Um, we do that, and then there's just all Joel's always adding adding content to it. It's like also I just put one in the other day, like how we stop jumping on day one, and mm -hmm. then like how we teach dogs to settle in the kennel on day one. Yeah. Um, yeah. that was like a pretty cool video. Yeah. So there's always tons of added value. We're going to be adding more, I mm. think to the annuals Yep. to like give you obviously incredible, even more value. Yeah. Yep. Tons of value yep. for becoming a, a loyal annual member yep. of ours. And, so. and, and, and then not to be salesy, but I will, the price of the community will keep going up and up and up. You'll be, you'll be grandfathered in if you already have a membership and you don't never cancel it. You'll be grandfathered in, but, um, we just, we just eventually we might be putting a lot of courses in there 
Yeah. So it's like a one-stop shop. It's like, yeah, you just join the community, mm-hmm. join the community and fully train your dog and stop all the bad, bad behaviors. And then get, and then you can also get support. I mean, imagine that you pay a yearly membership to something. You learn how to fully train your dog, stop all the unwanted behaviors and get, get, get you all and I as coaches. Like pretty good. Every, huh? Actually, every, really every, every dog owner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every dog owner should do that. Yep. Next. Let's see. Dakota's world said, did all classes and experience human, he is frustrated on the leash. Positive focus, not working. Suggestions. It's clear he wants to get closer, but is also timid. Which, what's the, what's the problem with this dog? Sounds like it's leash reactivity. So leash reactivity, first of all, so positive focus historically will not work when a dog is aroused, especially. I, I know how it's taught. We don't teach that, though. We never teach a dog to look at us, but they usually look at us all the time. Why? Because we become valuable to the dog. So we have a course on how to stop leash reactivity. It's called Chaos to Control. I've done exclusive seminars, probably at least 12 to 15 of them, just on leash reactivity. I've done over 300 seminars in general on problem solving where we do address leash reactivity in every single one of them, but I do exclusive ones just for leash reactivity. 20 to 30 dogs, all leash reactive, all settled down in the first 15 minutes and all lying down next to each other, all walking by each other, doing all kinds of things. So what you want to do is don't worry about focus. You're trying to redirect the dog, but you're not actually teaching the dog that being leash reactive is wrong. So you need to learn how to apply a punisher. Punisher, a lot of people don't understand what a punisher is. We go into depth in all of our videos, and a lot of people will say um, that a punisher um, will make it worse. It's never made it worse. When you know how to do it, and it's not that hard of a skill set to do, there's a marker, there's timing, then there's the actual punisher. But the whole goal of applying a punisher to an unwanted behavior is you stop the unwanted behavior. Mm. It's just the way it is. Now, that's 50% of the, the, the conversation. The other 50% of the conversation is you're going to be teaching the dog what you want. But if you're only teaching the dog what you want and not what you don't want, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to struggle. And we don't want you to struggle. So we'd rather just tell you the truth. Next. Um, Jessica said, yeah, she gets lazy, comfy eyes when she's doing it. Very soothing to her. I just put a donut on her when it crops up and try to catch it before she gets OCD about it. Yeah. You can also, if you notice she's going to do it, you can use a remote collar to stop it, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So you just make it, you sort of suck to, you know, you know to self-mutilate. Um... Dog trainer Niagara said, hi, guys, what tools would you use for a blind dog? So it's, again, I'm going to, you know, I'm, this is, Nick, first of all, e-power. I'll just put that right out there. But, but again, you can do all the same tools for a, is it blind or deaf? Blind. So both blind and deaf dogs, you can use all the same tools as anything else. But the biggest, most important thing is you're using dog training. That's the biggest tool. The biggest tool is the knowledge of dog training. No tool is going to train a blind dog. No tool is going to train a seen dog. Dog training is going to train those dogs. The tool is going to help you communicate those things. And if when you start looking at it that way, what you're going to do is you're going to understand tools better and you'll understand dog training better. So, but for a blind for for a blind dog, you can also use scent for certain things. So for instance, if a dog just went blind and they know the layout of the house, 
they'll probably do just fine. If you don't know the way out of the house, um, because you just adopted, say, or a blind dog, you obviously can have the dog on a leash. You can have sense, like, say the dog's outside, and it's you have a fence in your back door. You can put, like, let's just say lavender, for instance, at the base of your door, your back door. The dog will find the The dog's going to come to the back door every single time. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll know. They'll know. Um, but a lot of dogs use other senses besides sight. They use other senses besides sight. In fact, it's the last sense they probably use is sight. They're going to use smell. They're going to use hearing. And then they're also going to use, like, the, the subtleness of the feeling. Like, why? Why does a wild animal in the forest stop? And it's, there's, you're standing to say you're a hunter. You're not making any noise. Probably that's probably smell though. They probably might smell. Let's say let's say you're downwind, you're downwind from the animal. You're not making any noise. You're perfectly still. Why does the animal know you're there? Why do they know you? And I'm not talking about like doing a hundred yard, two hundred yard shot. I'm talking about like they're, you know, fifty feet to, unless not, not you know by you. Why do they know you're there? Do they feel it? I think they do. Next. Um, Eric said, no, the vet did it for weeks, not on the meds anymore. Okay. Got it. Got it. Could have messed up the dog too. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but what I would do is I would, I would, you might have to up your consequence for not, um, listening. So for, for, for not complying on a known behavior, you might have to up your consequence or prior, you might not have had to. So now you're going to be looking at as a, and Eric, you've probably worked with groundhog dog days, groundhog days dogs before, where they just like, and if anyone's not familiar with that, it's like, imagine doing 50 reps of down and the dog executes them pretty damn wonderfully on Tuesday. Wednesday, when you say down, the dog looks at you like they have no, I don't know, they don't know what you're talking about. Use the food lure, they still don't know. Use leash pressure, they still don't know. It's like, it's like I got to teach you all over again. You were doing down like boom, like in a distance. You were doing down yesterday, mm. but why? Why aren't you? Why aren't you comprehending it today? Next, uh, Jojo GSD said the community is fantastic. Definitely recommend. Oh, thank you. Nice. Glad you're part of it. We wouldn't have a community without you guys. So, Dakota's mm. <laughs> world. So a quick squirt with a water bottle as a correction. Would love a link for recommendations. Thanks so much. So a water bottle. Um, for some dogs is a correction. Absolutely. A water bottle is a correction for some dogs. Some dogs it's not. Some dogs they don't care. Then you also have to have the timing for leash activity. You have to have, be able to recognize the loading stage. The loading stage is the precursor to the unwanted behavior. So, and you can usually tell loading by stiffness in the dog, change of breath, change of body posture, you know, wrinkled forehead, ears, ears change. They usually, if they're relaxed and down, now they go up. So um, that's when you apply your punisher before the dog actually does something. You always proceed it with the word no, though. It's important that you say the word no, and then you apply your punisher. And as well as you're saying good or yes, and you apply your reward. There's both, they're, they're, they're markers. So markers are very, very important. Next. Uh, v. Carrie says, I have an 11-week-old Labradoodle puppy who's really starting to teeth and play bite a lot. Yep. Is this just a phase and she will start to stop soon or? So it's a phase, but they won't stop until you stop them. Today is Wednesday. You can have it stopped by our show on Friday. 
So what do you do? A couple of things you can do. You can take your, it's, it's, you, first of all, you want to make it, you, you don't say, ow, and run away. I'm not running away from my dog because it bit me. That's what my dog possibly mm-hmm. wants to do. All right. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a wild animal that you're gonna scare away. Like if you if you if you understand it's like dogs aren't pack animals, okay, whatever. I don't believe that, but but let's there a lot of them are individual, but still let's let's look at National Geographic for a second now. Let's just if you ever see a mother dog, and I don't like to compare owners as mother dogs, I hate that comparison, but but, the, but it is an important learning and educational moment. And there's, if you look up golden retriever corrects litter of puppies, you're probably going to see um, a golden retriever walking through a fence with a bunch, uh, you know, a, a dog, a, a baby gate walking through and all the dogs are out of control. The puppies are out of control. And one of the dogs gets a little nip, I believe. Maybe two of them get a nip and the rest of them get the mom to, um, you know, have her lips raised and her teeth showing and she's doing a low growl. Every dog stopped running around. Every dog lied down. Yeah, but did you read the comments on that video? Yeah, of course. Everybody, oh my God, right, right. take those puppies away from her. Yeah, it's like so aggressive. Right. It's, it's like, like wow. it's like you have zero idea about animal behavior. So, so now the mother dog can't mother. That's actually a very good mother, actually. And the puppies all learned. Um, so there was one puppy at the very end that wasn't learning and she, she, she pump, made sure it learned. She made, made sure it learned and no harm comes to the puppy. Um, but so it's important that folks understand that you've got to then know your timing and timing is important. It's so important. The, and, um, and then you've got to find a punisher that works. You have to find a punisher that works. All dogs don't respond to the same thing. So a bonker is a great tool for leash reactivity. Stopping leash reactivity, a bonker is wonderful. Next. Sorry, guys. Um, hair's like getting caught and everything. Sid says it's frustrating missing out. I don't know how to do so much tech things like take a leash, remote, or set of reins any day. So, uh, so it, I can help you troubleshoot, Sid. But if you can't get email on your phone, then something's wrong. You might have just been. You I would check your settings. Because you're definitely going to need your email to be able to access the community. You know, one of the best or things to, to do, do is just get a Gmail account. Like, because it's access, you can just start a, an email. Your email address is a Gmail account. They're free. And, and your old email can always be forwarded to that one if you wanted to. Next. Oh. Elizabeth says, hi, just started Green to Graduate. And as I start training... How do I know when to do the next lesson slash command? Mm. How will I know he's truly ready for the next command? So that's a good question. So number one, you can work in, who's that, Jessica? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, sorry. Elizabeth, you can work in parallel. First of all, ideally, once your dog is understood, so some dogs actually don't understand this learning thing. They just just don't get it. They're like, what? Like, I'm supposed to be learning? You're teaching me? I have to actually do what you tell me to do? Huh? It wasn't mm-hmm. always like that. No. So once your dog starts understanding, it's like, oh, there's when you give a command, there's a reward when you, you know, do an unwanted behavior. There's a punisher. Oh, I'm sorry. The biting. So the biting. I didn't even answer that question. I told the story about the biting. So what you do is you can actually take a bonker, which is a cotton towel, say no. You don't have to deploy it. You just go bop it on the dog's head. You're going to hear probably from the majority of people that that's wrong to do. It'll instill fear, ruin the relationship, and make your dog aggressive. I've never seen that in 20 years. 
We show that in our puppy course yeah, too. We, show we have a puppy course. Or you can take your finger. I think I show about three or four ways to stop puppy biting. You can scruff the dog. So scruffing the dog is grabbing it by its scruff, lifting it up. Okay. Um, you could take your thumb, put it in its mouth, push down, grab it from the upper, the bottom of the um, the jaw, and then like sort of hold it there. Like hold it there. Let the dog squirm a little bit. And it's like all these things everybody struggles with. But for some weird reason, we stop puppy biting in one day. And no, they don't grow out of it. They don't, one That's day. what people tell you. One day, we stop it. Because we do it, oh, well, that's because you're using a lot of force. Okay. That's because you're using fear. Okay. That's because you're applying discomfort. Okay. I don't have a problem with any of those things. Because mm-hmm. you ain't going to do it with a fucking reward. No. Dog bites, say no. Or say, make a noise, whatever, say whatever you want to. It give it stops. Some, give it something else to no, chew on. Or, yeah, you redirect, or it stops, you give it a reward. Huh. Let's see, I'm an 11 year old, 11 week old puppy. I'm hungry. How do I get food again from these humans? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I start by biting their pants. And then they put their arm down to, to move my mouth off their pants, and I bite them on the hand. Oh, and then they tell me to stop doing it. I'll stop doing it because that's my cue for. Just say Food po- coming. food's coming. So I'll stop because I need my mouth for the food, not for the flesh. So be careful about that. But And you can apply punishers to puppies, but there's context to it. And you don't mess up the dog. In fact, the sooner you do it, the better behaved dog you'll have. Next. Okay, but so we didn't answer Elizabeth, so I'll answer her. Well, I, well I'll answer it. So if you're in green to graduate, okay, yep. how do you know if your dog's ready to move on mm-hmm. to the next command? Well, you can do them all, technically. Like, technically, on day one, you could do your kennel drills. You could start work in place. You could start doing a little bit of recall, whatever you have time for. How do you know they're ready to start advancing? Can the dog do it under voice control or not? Mm -hmm. If every single time you say place and the dog's waiting for you to give leash pressure, dog doesn't know it yet. So you have to get the dog up to voice control for each command. So you can start proofing them and then correcting for non-compliance. Yep. So it depends how quickly, how many reps you can do and mm-hmm. how much time you have to practice each day. But right. the dog will tell you that they know when they start just when they doing, start doing it. it. Right. But if the dog, let's say, does know it or you have a feeling, okay, I've done 500 reps, like you should be going to place. If you take out food and they run to place. The dog knows it. The dog knows it. Yeah, but then if you start trying to fade your, your uh, reward system, you're doing variable rewards and the dog starts to get more quote-unquote stubborn it's like they're playing you they're just playing you now it's time to start moving to corrections for yes. non-compliance right so right yep. just like use your better judgment on that yep. um let's see dakota's world said thank you super helpful do i not want to reward to acknowledging of another dog at all or at the first noticing is redirected or punished thanks you don't redirect i do not believe in redirecting just to set the record straight. Now, can you reward your dog for not exploding? My question to you is, do you know what loading looks like? So are you rewarding the loading? Because the loading, the dog's not being leash reactive. The loading, the dog's thinking of being leash reactive. So do you understand the loading? So now, once you're successful and things are going well, if you want, and you're like, your dog's just like, the goal is this, 
believe it or not, we even though you're not using this look at me thing, you'll get to the point where you're walking by another dog, a dog, your dog will actually look at you automatically without any guidance from you whatsoever. If you wanted to say good or yes and then reward the dog, then you can. But you have to be careful. Is the food helping or hurting? Is the dog um, getting overly aroused? Now they're more apt to be, you know, more reactive. But then if the dog is already doing it, a verbal good could be enough. So we food train dogs, but it, but but most people leave the dog on food too much. Next. Also, Elizabeth, I was just thinking, I think you're in the separation anxiety course. You'll see what we mean by that with snacks because he came in like kind of sort of knowing his obedience, but it wasn't Mm -mm. great. Mm -mm. He's doing good on plays, very, very struggling with the down. He did pretty well today. So we'll show how we're like Mm. progressing the down with him. You'll Mm -hmm. see each stage. Like, no, he's not ready to move on. He could... Barely yield to leash pressure. Of yeah. course, we're not going to like advance him on it. So yeah, it is worse on leash pressure. I put up a yeah. a video I think today mm. in the separation anxiety course of what my obedience sessions look like with him right mm. now, and they're nothing. They're nothing spectacular. Yeah, but then you have to remember that this it's is like day three. He's yeah. not the most excited dog, exciting dog to work. Um, not to say work with, but I mean he's just not thrilled about training. Yeah, he's not thrilled about training. Yes. Glenn said, okay, so Loki is becoming reactive again because we fell behind on his arthritis pain management shots. So mm. do I just manage what I can currently do or crack down on it? For his reactivity. You mean like you're not walking him as much, it sounds like, because he has arthritis? I would still address it. Yeah. So even if you're taking shorter even walks. Even if you're shorter walks, or even if you're just going to drive into a busy area where there's dogs, you can be not moving at all. Next. Um, Brandon said, have a fantastic evening and a better tomorrow. You're both life coaches as much as trainers. Much love and respect for everything you do. Thank oh, you. thank you. Thank you so much. That's so nice. Yeah. Glenn said, I just feel conflicted because I don't want to punish him for our mistake. What, what's your mistake? What's your mistake? You're not punishing him for your mistake. You're, you're, I mean, okay. If you didn't train your dog to down and the dog doesn't down, don't apply a punisher. That's not fair. But what what specifically is your mistake? If the dog's jumping up on people and you're like, shoot, we never t- taught him how to stop up on to stop jumping, our mistake, you still have to apply a punisher. So can you get I'm not sure if I understand what you're oh, talking the about. Mistake was not keeping up with the pain medicine. It doesn't matter. Now, if you're walking him and he's in pain, that's a different story. But if he's if you're just sitting there and he's being leash reactive. You can stop that. You yeah, can you can still that. give him exposure. Yeah. But like if he's struggling with a little bit of arthritis right now, go to a cafe, put him in a downstay, yeah, yeah. bring a little yoga mat, squishy. Yeah. Yep. And it's like you're just gonna sit here and observe. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to walk. Yeah. And you can get you can correct him for breaking command. Yeah. Yeah. There's always ways to prove. Yeah. Constance said, for whoever has the blind dog, I just saw this incredible halo type collar. It goes around the neck but has a circular extension like a cone. But way cooler, and it keeps the dog from running into things. I've seen that ad on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've seen, I've it's seen like, that. Yeah, it like yeah. goes around their I, head. I, I think the, I'm not going to say that it's useless. I won't say that. I think we're not giving dogs enough credit, though. I think we're giving the why. You know, I, I don't think we're giving them enough credit. I think they can, between their sense of smell and hearing, 
they can figure out a lot of stuff. Also, if you have the dog on a leash and you just walk them around the house constantly, like what's your route around this house going to be? Because a lot of the times in the house, they shouldn't just be wandering. But you can train a blind dog to recall to you off leash. Now, would I have a blind dog off leash with no fence, with full, with high drive? Maybe not. I'm more concerned about them running off a cliff, maybe. Um, but uh, if you want to get the collar, get the collar. I mean, the halo collar that I understand those. I mean, people people that have got small breed dogs and they have, um, you got to see if you have a small breed dog and you've got, um, they're on the back, back porch and the back yeah, porch is slapped. Through, yeah. You can actually, they attach like chopsticks to their, <laughs> to their collars. Nice so, they, their, um, so they can't, harness. yeah, they can't, they can't get through. Yeah. Uh, Jessica says, does it mean my dog isn't as well trained as I think if he's a jackass after boarding for a few days? I hate boarding. Rural area, no walkers. Seems like I have to go through a mini boot camp every time they mm -hmm. come back from boarding. Yeah. Keep in mind, most boarding places are out of control, highly stressful. There's no training going on whatsoever. In fact, there could be the, the opposite of, you know, there could be actually non-training going on. You know, is your dog, your dog should snap back into your, your mode the, the, the day that it comes back, though. The day that it comes back. Because it's a, I think it's probably more of a, you know, a handler. You know, if you're if you're a decent handler, it shouldn't be a problem. If your dog, um, you know, look you know looks at you as a as an authority figure, it shouldn't be a problem. I don't, but I don't know how long you've been doing training, you know, with your dog. But if your dog is say fully off leash trained, doesn't do bad behaviors, doesn't make noise, and it comes back and it starts barking a little bit, that's not a surprise. Yeah. And if it jumps on you, that might not be a surprise because maybe that's what it did to the staff or they encouraged it. Mm -hmm. You know, so. So, but it's nothing you can't recoup from like that afternoon. Yeah. Really just work your dog for a 60 minute intense session. That's all. Next. Brittany says, if my puppy knows a command, let's say place, and we are slowly working on removing the hand gesture, but too young for e-collar. If he breaks command, he returns with a hand gesture. Should we be using the hand gesture or grabbing the leash and leading him back? Or does it matter? Well, technically, you're, you're, what you're doing is you're using guidance. Yeah. So you're using guidance. So the leash is guidance. Your body movement is guidance. You're throwing food technically onto the place. So the dog goes, that's, that's guidance. The hand gesture is guidance. What you want to make sure, and when you said puppy, I don't know how old puppy is to He's you. Young. He's like, well, 11 or 12 weeks. Okay. So, so, of course so, so, what I would do, so what I would do is I would still have a leash on the dog. Oh, no, I think that's a different Brittany with yeah. the Corso. Yeah. But I still think this is a young puppy. Yeah. I would have a leash on the dog, you know. We have so many Brittany's on the show. Yeah. So then, then, you can, then you can grab the leash and just guide the dog back, you know, next time. Um, Dakota's world said with the example of a dog with arthritis and downstay at the cafe, what correction options are available? Well, with arthritis in a cafe, sometimes it's hard for these dogs to do. So it's not about the cafe. It's not about the downstay. It's about applying a punisher to the, a dog that breaks a, a known command. So if the dog is in a down and it gets up, all depends on what your skill set is on punishers. And what's the dog been trained on? Right. So if the dog's never had an e-cower on, you wouldn't want to use an e-cower for the correction of 
an obedience command if it has not been trained on an obedience command. Barking, yes. Trash, getting in the trash, yes. Counter surfing, yes. You can use uh, an e collar for all fence fighting. You can use that with no training whatsoever. But as far as a, a punisher, if your dog is great about the remote collar, is if your dog is fully literate on how it was, you know, that you trained it on the remote collar to do downs, the dog understands what a consequence is and understands what to do after the consequence. The e collar is the easiest thing in the world because the e collar is up on the table with yours in your pocket. Dog gets up. You don't even have to move. You literally can just stay sitting like this, push a button. When your dog gets very, very literate on the tools, they'll understand that means to go back into. You can even, you know, obviously you can say no and then push a button and the dog feels stim. What level? Again, you need to educate yourself on, if you don't know yet, on how e cowers work. We have full videos on all that stuff. It could be something as simple as just a leash pop, though. It could be a leash Dog breaks down, no, pop. It could be a leash pop. Right, it could be a leash pop, yeah. There's a lot of things it could be. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Elizabeth says, and totally random, I haven't gone through all the ma amazing bonuses and courses with my purchase this weekend. Ah, she hopped in on the separation anxiety early. That's right, you got hooked up. But is there anything to help the dog overcome bath time in your trainings? I've tried turning on slow. I put the shower wand low. My husband helps me so I can give him rubs and encouragement. And he books it out of the bathroom if I try to pet him while the tub is on. He lets me clean his paws from the mud outside. But when it was raining and we had puddles, and I don't know where the rest is. It got cut off. But So have you ever thought about like cement shoes for the dog oh so it can't get out of the bathtub? So um, sorry, that's a New England. Um, I think Elizabeth is fairly new to our world. No. Don't scare her okay, off yet. Sorry, sorry, Elizabeth. So what you can do is this. Um, there's a lot of things. People put peanut butter on walls. People do all kinds of things. What we found to be the most successful is force. Put a leash on the dog. Put a leash on the dog. Especially you mentioned, I think your husband helps too. Yeah. So He just holds the dog. He holds the dog. And, um, and people say, oh my gosh, I've got a 180-pound dog. I'm like, okay. You can use an e-coward or you leverage that if your dog understands that. If your dog's literate on these tools. But remember, a dog has to be literate on the tools when you do stuff like this. So, But when you hold, start holding a dog in a position, like we, we, we teach nail cutting pretty quick. It's not pretty, but in a week, you know, if you do it a little bit every day, within a week, your dog lies down and just Something rests. she said right here. Let's see. He books it out of the bathroom. If I try to pet him while the tub is on. So that right there. Mm. Once your dog starts going through all the training, you've got green to graduate. Mm. I'm talking like literally this week. Once your dog knows down, put him in a down. While you're running the tub. Turn the tub on and don't let him break that down stay. Yep. Like that's step one. It also sounds like if he's booking out of the bathroom, he doesn't have a leash on. Yeah. Please, please, please keep leashes on your dogs that are not underneath voice control and that have a flight written, that have a flight response. Next. Um, let's see. Sid said, mares correct and nip their foals too. It's great to watch. Jeff, I have a Gmail, but I have to do some steps to have access on this new phone. I tried directions, but I'm missing something. Okay, got it. Got it. Let's see. Making sure I'm not missing anything on Insta. Avi says, same things were applied to me. Punishment, discomfort, and reward. It's applicable in a lot of places. Yep. And we're and we're taking sort of and, and as a civilization, we're taking away consequences. Yeah, it's it's, it's the point of being disgusting, especially if you live in California, Chicago. It's terrible. California probably being the worst right now because of their district district attorneys there, and 
it's just in the governor too, who's giving the one, he's the commander in chief. Um, so it's just, it's unfortunately, there's no consequences for even dangerous unwanted behaviors, let alone civil disobedience, let alone talking back to your parents, let alone, you know, you know, All of it. You know anything, anything, All of it. anything, there's no consequences. And everyone always runs to, um, what would you do? Put a shot collar on your kid? No. Now you're now you're sounding like an idiot. People that say that when people make that comment, I know you have very little intelligence and you actually can't rationally think. You most likely can't debate whatsoever. I mean, you can't come up with your own actually ideas at all. Also, I would be interested in your parenting skills. So, um, but you know, this concept that we're allowing children to make their own decisions, even as far as their own sexuality and sex, it's it's terrible. Kids can't even freaking. They don't even know what the hell they're doing. You know, what was that study or whatever the video the kids like? Do you want ten thousand dollars or Oreos? Well, they they put a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was like this is why we shouldn't let kids have all these life change, especially life changing um, decisions that they're allowed to make. Yeah, there's a little kid. He's probably four or five years old. Maybe he's even younger than that. And they put about four or five years old, which is about the age that some parents are freaking letting their kids make all their own choices. Mm. And you should let a child like learn from its mistakes, but is it a is it a irreversible mistake they're going to make? It's like what happens if you jump off the, the, the fifth story story about, about the balcony? Well, you don't let a kid make that decision, you know. Um, what happens if you go outside for five minutes without your winter jacket? Okay, well your dog, you know, unless it's negative, whatever, your kid should be okay. It's going to freeze its ass off, and um, but it, it didn't want to wear its jacket. Fine, go outside. You'll be back in. But um, they put a child at a table. And they put two Oreo cookies next to $10,000. Which one do you want? And the kid grabbed the two Oreo cookies. <laughs> it's like yeah. the kid doesn't know that you could have no. bought 10,000 boxes of Oreo cookies if you wanted to. Instead, you got two. No, they just think in the present moment. They, they don't understand. That's the most rewarding. They don't understand. Next. Monda says, I've been using puppy course for four weeks now. My puppy is 13 weeks. Should I start with green to graduate? Um, again, all the, you can. But where are you? Like, how well is your dog doing? And are you doing a lot of reps? But if you feel that your dog absolutely starts understanding, like, all the basics, is enjoying the learning process, is connecting the dots, then yes. Yeah. Next. No remote, though, for a little bit. But yeah. all the leash work. Yeah, yeah. All the leash work, though. Because the leash work is just more. It's the same thing we teach in the puppy course. It's more accountability. It's more accountability. It's more accountability. Yeah. Adding in a little more distractions. Yeah. Elizabeth said, yes, I am. My dog kind of knows things, but it's like some days he struggles. Down is worse for mine. Yes. Not down, sorry. Place is the worst for him. Oh. Yeah, so work on that. So work on that. Put the place bed in the bathroom, turn the tub on, yep. do all your proofing. Yep. And I'm telling you by, what's today? Wednesday? By mm -hmm. next Wednesday, you can have him over it. Yeah. yeah. You can. The biggest thing is you're going to leverage. It's funny because when you start holding your dog accountable for non-bath stuff, Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised how it carries on to the bathtub. When you start training your dog state of mind, calmness, and high levels of distraction so it can rethink, when you start training your dog to work above threshold, you'd be surprised at all the things that you never worked on, like taking a bath, all of a sudden become better. Next. So true. Joyful canine said, have you ever had an Irish water spaniel as mm -hmm. a client? Mm -hmm. Yeah, remember those two? They yep. were the same owner mm -hmm. too yeah just it, curious yeah. odd dogs rare apparently in canada yeah they're not i mean they're probably rare i mean i think they used to be way more popular 
you know, definitely. But, you know, up in New England, we got a lot of, un- not unusual dogs, but, but you know, there's, there's, I don't know if the show world or show people are more, I mean, middle America, they're probably more popular because they've got people who have these big, huge pieces of property. But, but anyway, but you, you, we got a lot of variety of dogs in New England. And we also got a huge amount of just pity mixes because the, the you know, rescue is just humongous in the Northern States. Next. Sarah says, in addition to Logan, we have a five-month-old lab, Maybell. She has been good for him, teaching him how to be a dog. I don't see any red flags during play, and they generally get tired after 30 minutes and lay down on their own. Is there any value in limiting play? Well, it all depends on the dog's behavior. So let's say you've got a dog that gets dog aggressive, and then the play starts out good, and then it gets a little bit over-aroused, and then it's like, but you have to know your dogs. Like, I've owned dogs that like people were like, oh my God, they're fighting. I'm like, this is not fighting. No. They're German shepherds and this is they're just loud. They're, this is their their play. And I wouldn't let them play like this with any other dog, but with each other, they can. Um, and they understand each other. And if one of them gets too rough, they'll correct each other. And I'm okay with that. Um, but as far as too much play, don't use play to get good behavior and obedience or to stop other unwanted behaviors. Um, because now your dog is tired. I want the dog to actually be not tired when you're actually working on those things. But teaching, having a dog have good dog-dog play skills is very, very important. Dogs don't even know how to say hello to each other. Not all dogs, but we get dogs that literally, they don't know, like, why are you smelling my ass? I'm like, because um, that's how I say hi. You're like, can you get your nose out of my junk, please? Mm-hmm. It's like, that's sort of what we do. We're dogs. Yeah. Can you please stop, you know, hey, puppy, stop licking my face. Oh, so you want me to be disrespectful to you? We, I'll try that. Yeah, next. Constance said, when I was first going through green to graduate, I remember I kept wondering, how will I know when I can trust my dogs again? And you would tell me, you'll just know. But I was still insecure. But you were so right. One day, I think, It was just five minutes that went by and all of a sudden I realized I hadn't looked at them or checked in. I wasn't worried anymore. The new member going through Greener Graduate made me think of that. We all have had those same questions. When I do, how do I? I say it all the time, but I'm still very grateful to have found you guys and this community. Yeah, so this is the thing. Make me all emotional. And this is where, I guess every once in a while, someone will be like, geez, can you stop with those questions? And I'm like, what questions? You mean the questions that the person that just joined our yeah just joined oh, our you guys are always just, saying the same of stuff. course we are we have new people all uh, we have the new time. people constantly we which I'm very people. grateful for yeah we have new people constantly and they're struggling with something but it's like what are we supposed to say oh Elizabeth go back to our post from two years ago yeah <laughs> like, who's that who's that what's that woman that pops zits on YouTube or something or on social media oh, I don't know, but I love looking at that so shit. it's like. Can you? It's like your whole channel is, is popping zits. Can you? Can you throw in some recipes, please? It's like no. no. You lose this, your appetite when you look this at that is what anyway. I do for a living, and I'm showcasing it. It's like it's like no. This is what we do. We're gonna, you know, but we're gonna sort of teach a lot of the same stuff because there's new people that want answers, and there's new people that are struggling. Next, Brittany said, "Puppies, thirteen weeks. Yeah, keep." Doing leash guidance. Yeah, do leash. Don't be in a rush. Don't be in a rush. The whole puppy phase between like eight and 20 weeks is just so much repetition. And by the end of it, you're going to be like, oh my freaking God, I can't wait to give this dog just one good correction. Because then, because you've gotten so much time to put the reps in, they usually get one correction. They're like, never doing that again. Yeah, Because they know what's expected. You can do it before 20 weeks, but still. Yeah. Yeah, but still, yeah. 
you've just done it so freaking much. Yes. They get to the point where it's like, I can't get you to mess up even right. if I try. Which is a great feeling. We've done like 7 trillion reps of this. Right, like, right. So, Kim said, I see blind dogs often at the holistic vet and they might nose touch into the window, but it's pretty amazing that they instinctively know how to get around the obstacles. Yes. Yeah, I feel like you almost... No. You've sent things around you, right. even if your eyes are shut. I don't think they're quite like dolphins that use like sound, that use sound to, waves. No, you know, like right, people try to bats. sneak up on you, like you get that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like someone's behind me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Well, there's this, you remember, there's smell and there's hearing, and those are the very powerful things with dogs. It's yeah. always, when you get a dog with a lot of hunt drive, when you get a dog with a lot of hunt drive, and let's just say you throw a ball in very tall grass, a good amount of it, and you'll have a dog... You'll have a dog that does. What? If the wind's blowing the wrong way, he's all the way down there looking for the ball, even though it's over there. That's because he's he doesn't, following the scent. He's following the scent, yeah. So he's not using his eyes. Which is important if you're if you do search and rescue and okay. if you do tracking, those things are important to um to understand um, you know, scent. You have to understand also hills and valleys, because in the valley the scent sometimes settles because it doesn't keep going. There's all kinds of things. Anyway, um, Dogs, dogs do fine um, blind if you don't treat them like a blind dog. Next. Joyful Canine said a towel on the base of the bathtub can oh, help for gripping. Yeah. 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 Or little, those little rubber stars that we had when we were oh, kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot yeah. about those little mats. <laughs> yeah. were the ones, well, there was the little tiny ones, but there was the ones that had the suction cup on the yeah, back that was like, was yeah, like a, like a two by two they mat or something. Oh, yeah. 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 But then those, those would get slippery. Those guys. <laughs> But also, if you don't lift those things up, they get gross underneath. Yeah, wicked nasty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dakota's World said, would love more info on place when it varies on location. Well, we don't usually do place out in public because place is going to an object. So place is having a dog go to an object, a dog bed, a blanket, something like that, and lie down and be calm. That's how we teach place. So we, we're family pet dog trainers. So we, we want place to be, you go to a spot, you lie down and you're calm. Down, we utilize everywhere because we take our dogs everywhere. So we're in an outdoor cafe, outdoor restaurant, outdoor coffee shop, dogs turn it down. We bring a lot of our dogs inside places. Um, we down them, we'll, we'll down them there. You go to a um, friend's house. It's like, you know what? I don't want you running around this house. Go and, you know, you put them in a down, you know, somewhere. Um, uh, so place, you know, in the car, down as you're riding in the car. Um, you know, you're in a boat. Like I, I've done kayaking and canoeing with my dogs and they down there. Um, so there's all kinds of things you can do with down. You can do everything with down. But place, it's usually an object and you don't always have an object. So that's mostly a, a just a basic household command, not as much as a traveling command. But you can use it. You can come across. Um, okay, for instance, we'll go to Home Depot, and we'll come. Back, we'll go back. We'll go buy a bunch of, say, a, a sack of mulch. We'll tell the dog place, and they're like, "Oh, even though that's higher than my place at home, I know I'm supposed to get up on that and lie down." Mm-hmm. But you can also just teach up with leash pressure and then do down. So there's a lot of different ways you can do it, but place is mostly not as not as much traveling as like a down is. Next. Elizabeth said, okay, thank you. We'll try the leash for sure. For the bath, we were using a regular collar, but I think I'll focus on getting him to voice command. And just to share, I didn't mention, I'm just turning on the tub for like cleaning, not for his bath, but he runs. Yeah. yeah. So, so, clo- so close the bathroom door, mm-hmm. keep him on a leash, put him in command. And this is how we desensitize dogs to things. And 
you can correct for breaking a known command even if you're startled. And you're not correcting the dog for being afraid. You're correcting the dog for breaking the command. So down is down. So your dog's in a down. You turn on the hairdryer. Dog freaks out. Corrected for breaking the down. It's not mean to do. It's not mean to do at all. Turn on the tub. Turn on the ceiling fan. Run the water. Uh, um, um, you know, do do anything. Just make sure your dog truly knows down. Make sure before they know the command, down. right? But like I said, Elizabeth, you can teach like a really good down in a few days. Yeah. So there's no reason why by the end of the week yeah. or early next week yeah. you could start technically proofing it and yeah. correcting for non-compliance. Yeah. Next. Joyful canines like kids think in the present, admirable but naive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very admirable, admirable, yeah, admirable. It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of great things. Kids have a lot of great qualities. Number one, being kids, not yeah. making adult decisions, right? Not making life-changing decisions. Like children, I've seen it. I saw it in New England so much. Like the parents were such big pussies, and they would all like they were out car shopping because I've heard that like, I, I, I heard stories. I saw this. I talked to car dealers, you know, and it's like the parents are like, we're getting a, that blue, blue minivan. And a child would say, I don't like blue. Oh, well, what color do you like? And they pick a color. OK, well, we'll get that one. You're going to let your child make a decision on a vehicle purchase. That's what adulting is called. That's what adults do. But we see it in in small things about like children not being not eating what is being served at the family dinner. Oh, I'd rather have, now if the kid has an allergy, fine. But like no, this is it's called a family dinner for a reason. It's not a buffet. It's not a restaurant. It's a family meal. Tonight we're having we had liver and onions tonight with Brussels sprouts and green beans, and over steamed rice. Guess what? Joelle got some. I got, oh, there's bacon in there too. I got some. Angelo got some. Different size portions, all the same meal. Oh. Yeah, I, I never get that cook separately thing at all. Yeah, no. You gotta cook the kids something else. No, no. In fact, we, we, we were not. And Angelo like does not eat off of children's menus unless the execs. So, in other words, when we go to Tide Tables, yeah. when we go to Tide Tables, it's a, an incredibly fresh seafood restaurant it's nothing fancy at all it's fact, probably the most unfancy seafood restaurant in so florida but it's fresh we'll, 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 we'll ride our jet skis up to, it's pretty pretty cool we ride our jet skis up to it we tie off literally walk over mm-hmm. you sit at a picnic table and you get the most freshest mahi mahi you get the most freshest grouper you get a fr- anyway on the children's menu there they've got children's fish tacos they're the exact same thing as the adult fish tacos. There's a smaller, there's a smaller portion. I'm like, damn, let's save the cash. Get those fish tacos. But it's like, oh, there's chicken tenders on the children's menu, but not chicken tenders on the adult menu. It's like, you're not getting chicken tenders, kid. You're gonna try some real you try some real food. Mm-hmm. Next. Joyful Canine said, Oh my god, so funny. Both my clients have two, two, lol. This one is seriously food aggressive. Yikes. So for food aggression, we have a you know how to do that. Who said joyful, Jesse? Mm-hmm. So you we've got resource, you know, the resource guarding protocols we do. So we stop food aggression usually one session. We're very, very, very quick with that. Next. Um, she said, on that note, I did an assessment. Owners quite ignorant to the behavior, did not know what resource guarding or food aggression was. When I asked 
said never against humans, but against other dogs only. Yeah. Can I trust this client's assessment? She said she's never taken anything from him, but he doesn't redirect when they intervene and pull them apart. They have a blind senior dog too. So the number one, they need to advocate for all their dogs. So I don't know what they're eating, their feeding protocols are, but if they're not feeding them separate, I would feed them separate in their kennels. If it's just over general things like bones or toys, things like that, there's protocols you can do by teaching out, by, by also teaching, you know, not out away from the other dog, by also teaching about like applying a punisher for resource guarding. But you also want to advocate for the dog that's eating the item because you don't want the other dog to be like a food stealer or a toy stealer. So you've got to have, you've got to advocate next. Elizabeth said it's Dr. Pimple Popper. Dr. Pimple Popper, got it. Avi said recipes on a zip popping show. No, thank you. Exactly. Exactly. No. Exactly. Robin said, I just want to brag. I went to I went to an obedience trial competition. Me and my German Shepherd got our title. Wow. Awesome. Good for you. Congratulations. You. Kudos. Kudos to you. Sarah said, from my standpoint, their play is social. We have structure and obedience awesome. throughout the day. Awesome. They mostly stand and play bitey face. Yep, yeah. Logan had no social skills. I think it's good for him. Yeah, yeah, Great. yeah. yeah. It's, it's just people have to understand. I mean, I remember once we had a client. It was this thing. I've 20, we've, we've worked with so many clients. I've been doing this for a long time. So, you know, 10,000 dogs, which is about 10,000 clients. More, more than that, because most clients have more than, most dogs have more than one owner. Like, there's like, you know, it's at least a couple. So, um, there's this one woman, she's a brand new dog owner. She was from Boston. She had a very large breed dog. And she came in at the pickup and the dog immediately went into a play bow. And she freaked out. The dog's going to attack me. I'm like, that's a play bow. <laughs> and, you, and you actually don't own a biting dog. So, you know, you, you need to understand what dogs are doing. Next. Um, Virgin Mary said, my dog's aggression has been manageable since buzzing him whenever his ears go up on the walks. Thank you. However, when he has to poop, he does this intense poo-poo dance. How do I correct this? Well, first of all, let's go back to the buzzing. Are you doing vibrate or shock? Switch to shock. And also, let's not make it manageable. Let's get rid of it. Let's go with a higher correction at the loading stage. Because you don't want to just break the dog's concentration. You want to make sure the dog doesn't go there anymore. As far as the wild dance for the poo-poo dance, like, what's the dog doing? I know. What is it, like mean, a Hawaiian belly dancer? Or is it like an American Indian rain dance? Tell me it has to go potty. Yeah. Or is it just doing, sometimes they circle around, right? But is it doing like a happy feet dance or something? And then it's be like, I'm so happy. I'm going to take a shit. Watch me now. <laughs> if it's like all the circling, though, you can uh, stop that. You can stop no, that. Just, just, just a little leash pop. The downfall is the dog might not. Scurrying around back the, and the forth. Scurrying around back and forth. They're, they're looking, normal for they're looking for the ideal place. This is what I would do. Go to your, first of all, four to six foot leash, plant your feet, don't move. Yeah. Don't, hold on to that leash. It's like, you have enough room to take a shit right there. Pick a spot. Pick a spot. Drop trout. Yep. And if you can't go, well, let's keep walking. Yep. And you'd be surprised how many dogs will just squat in the middle of the road. Right in the middle of right the road. Right there. It's it's like, well, I guess, I guess that grass was a better option, wasn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Avi says, I can't imagine my father consulting me about the color of his car. He would just show up with one, no consolation from anyone, or complaining about dinner if I wanted to eat. Yeah, Same. No shit. Now, like, now, when we go grocery shopping at Detweiler's, because we just got one here and it's a fantastic place to go, it's like Angela will like be like, hey, I'll ask him. I said, do you want Brussels sprouts or green beans tonight? You know, Brussels sprouts, Papa. Okay, fine. 
Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, here, here's $100, go into Detweiler's, and you pick out all the food. By the way, it probably would actually come up pretty close to our food before we were going to eat anyway. Um, So, but it's just like, that's what restaurants are for. That's not what your, that's not what your kitchen is for. Now, lunch, it's a great, everyone's on their own. Breakfast, it's a great, everyone's on your own, except for if you're doing like a family breakfast. A lot of people don't do family lunches though. Um, you know, when Angela has been to like different camps and stuff, I packed his lunch. It was specifically made for, you know, for him, but it was, but it was with the same food we had in the house. Yeah. Sometimes we would buy camp portion food, like cottage cheese and a small, small thing. Yes, but he doesn't get like Lunchables and no, shit like that's that. Disgusting. No. That's disgusting. Anyway, next. Um, let's see. Sabrina says, I used the e-collar today to train my dog to let me put booties on her. Now I can walk her without pain from the cold and snow and Good. salt. Although Good. initially uncomfortable, she loves her oh, booties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're weird. They, they do this. They do a weird... You want to talk about a weird dance? They do a weird dance. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. They freak out. They freak out. But they get used to it. I mean, dogs can run full blast. Full blast. You see it all the time. Yeah. Dogs in snow running full blast. And also, most most you know, your sled sled pulling dogs are wearing are wearing booties a lot of the times. Not always, but a lot of times. Um, last question. Joyful Canine said that was my poo-poo dance question. Is the dance before or is it marking and treading after? Because I wouldn't correct all poop dances. Some are anxiety or just simply particular dogs. When to correct it? Well, I mean, it all depends on the beha- also the behavior of the dog. So the back and forth sounds like pre-poop. Pre-poop. The post-poop is usually scratching, the, 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 the kicking back. That I correct. That, for we, some that dogs. we correct. Not, 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 not every dog, but any of your dominant pushy dogs, we, we correct them from spreading their scent. We also don't let them mark a lot. Um, so, you know, all depends. All right. All right, everybody. 813, madly in love with you. Um, There's one more thing from Robin. I have a question. I'm not good at healing. What would you suggest? We have a free course on we that. We have a free course on that. Now, the real question is: Is your dog is your dog good at healing? So, um, but we have that, that's a snarky response if you're brand new to the show, Robin. Um, what I would do is get a free course. So, if you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, the very bottom there will be a pop up. So, when you move your cursor, you, sometimes when you don't even move your cursor; it's there. Or move your cursor down a little bit. All of a sudden, it'll say, "Walk the walk, free course. Click here, click." Click, it's our free course. Click and it's you so get... good. You know what? I was just making revisions to it today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, this is such a good. It's the yeah. first course we ever put out. It's so good. And I'm it's like, free. we could be selling this for a hundred bucks easily. Oh, more than that. More than, but more than 100 You'll yeah. learn more in that than if you went to a class. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Guaranteed. 100%. Yep. Absolutely. That free class, we get so many people who are like, holy shit. Yep. I've been to how many training classes? I've hired this many trainers. Yep. I've been working on this heel for a year. And we, we, they bought a, they got a free course. The free course did better. Yeah. Best course ever. Yeah. All right. Everybody. All right, everyone. Hold on. Great. Angela's got a couple of words. Come on, Ange. Come on in. I want to hit my All right. You know the drill. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever the heck you are. Goodbye. But. I also wanted to promote my podcast. I'm going to be doing it around... Is it tomorrow? Five to six, right, Papa? Tomorrow? Yes. You're going to say that. Tomorrow. Okay. Well, yeah, I was going to say that, but... Can we get a day? In case people are watching the show tomorrow on the replay? That's true. Oh, yes. So it's going to be Thursday, January 18th, around... We don't know what... 5 p.m. Okay, five to six, then. Is that Eastern time, Pacific time, Central time? Papa! (laughs) 
Is that UK town? Eastern Standard Way. You'll see it on social media. Just let me get to that part, and I will get to that part, Papa. Okay. I'm sorry for yelling at you, but geez. Okay. No problem at all. All right. It is a problem. Bye. Take care. Good night, everybody. All right, everybody. Everybody have a face. Okay, sweetheart. Don't care. All right. Everybody have a fantastic night. Thank you all for being here. We'd really appreciate um, if you liked the show, shared the show, comments, share our, share our posts. We'd appreciate it. It's, you know, we don't take any advertisers on this show on purpose. So it'd always be good to keep growing everything we do so um, we can help more people. That's the, the gist. We just want to help more people. And if you're not on our emailing list, we go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. Up at the top, there's a drop-down menu. One of the drop-down menus has going our email list. list. The reason why that is is because you get some pretty eye-opening, motivational, human motivational dog training um, content, as well as you are the first ones to know about stuff that's going um, right. All right, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.